Welcome to Truck Your Podcast. My name is Sebastian. Today I have a special guest for you on the podcast, uh, Casey Brown. She recently got into flatbed trucking and I wanted to share um, her story with you guys. We've had a wonderful conversation. Uh, You're going to learn about her opinion about trucking, how we would like to see our industry in the future and what she's been through so far. And I uh, think that you will enjoy what we've uh, recorded. So thank you for listening to this. Comment, ask questions, and here's Casey. Casey, welcome to Truck Your Podcast. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm very excited. I've been uh, watching you on Instagram for a little bit, so and you agreed to be on our podcast, so I'm very excited about this. Yeah, me as well. Thank you. I'm super excited. Uh, where are you right now? Where do you, what are you doing? I am actually right outside of Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I got a load I'm dropping off in the morning at 7 a.m. I got here yesterday. Um, I did. I picked it up on Thursday and had to get most of my driving out of the way and then post up for the weekend and do my 34-hour reset. Where are you so, heading? Yeah. Where are you heading after after tomorrow? I won't know. I won't know until I put in my empty call tomorrow, and then they'll let me know what my plan is. So it'll be anywhere. Do you stay out? Uh, how many weeks do you stay out usually? Uh, usually about four to five. Right now, four to five weeks at a time since it's. Over the road, uh, we do okay. 48 states. Uh, they do have a regional um, division that's only Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. So the the subject today, what I wanted to talk to you about, why I wanted to have you on is women in trucking. I feel like mm-hmm. we need more. Uh, would Woo-hoo, you agree? Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and one and second, I really uh, connect and I, I re- I'm really drawn to people that are very positive. And I, for some reason, feel like you're super positive with watching your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think we need a lot more positivity in trucking. Um, Absolutely. Right? It's something that's really lacking right now. Yeah. I've noticed. So before we get to all the questions that I have for you, um, tell me a little bit because you've it's. I mean, before you became the trucking girl uh, driving a big semi truck, what did you? How did you get there? Like, what did you do? In- you know, I've done a variety of things, but I've always worked in male-dominated industries, from car parts. Um, this is just over like the, probably the last fifteen years. I did uh, at my last job. I drove a forklift. That was one thing. I drove a forklift, and I worked in shipping and receiving. I've actually done that a lot at my jobs, so. I've always seen the trucks come and go, um, and I've, I've always liked heavy machinery. I'm like, man, I, w- I want to do that. You know, I've ridden motorcycles. I've been in that industry. I love that as well. And I'm just like, man, you know, even from seeing movies with girls that were just tough, the tough girls, I'm like, man, that's me. You know, so, you know, when you're out there and you see all these people going up and down the road in the big trucks, and it's like, wow, you know. I think I was originally drawn to it from seeing like your Peterbilts, your 379s, 389s, W900s. Yeah, yeah. they're beautiful. So I think, man, I'm, I really want to drive something like that. So I think I just slowly worked my way up to to that level. And I just want a new life, a whole new lifestyle, like reinventing myself, I guess. 
how long have you been driving for? I finished school in November. I'm actually a new driver. That's but, awesome. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been have made me feel <laughs> a lot more comfortable about my skills. You know, the first couple of weeks by yourself seem to be the most. I don't know what's the word. You realize a lot about your strength at that point. And what type of uh, what what type of trailers are you hauling right now? I'm actually hauling a flatbed trailer for Melton Truck Lines. Nice. And I originally picked them because they had the, a really good reputation. I uh, I remember looking online at reviews and stuff, and I was like, well, who do I want to work for? And they everybody, even experienced drivers, were like, they are good. So that's awesome. You should is definitely that, check them out. Is that is that what you've experienced so far with them? Uh, pretty much. They're flatbed only. I did work for another company doing reefer for a couple of weeks before this, and it was kind of a bad experience, uh, not for the, from the reefer portion, but just my training experience. So I left there and kind of landed here uh, because they were able to get me in right away. That's one thing that's kind of tough in the industry is, you know, as a female is getting in somewhere where they have, of a training program or offer female, you know, trainers. Uh, most companies won't put you with a, a male trainer. So Melton was ready to take me on like right away. They're like, yeah, we'll get you up here. Come on That's up awesome. <laughs> like the next week. Yeah. Uh, why flatbed though? You know, it was kind of an accident that I got into flatbed. I had applied with two other companies. One was drive in and another one was uh, reefer. And both of them kind of did the whole roundabout thing. Well, they were like, well, we don't have any female trainers right now, or there's going to be a wait. It could be two months, three months. And I'm like, I'm out of school and I'm out of a job and I need something. So I started just calling different companies and Melton was like, oh yeah, we got you. Yeah. We got like five or six female trainers come right in. So it was pretty instant. And it wasn't like that was my decision to begin with, but since I've been doing it, I'm really liking it a lot, you know. I mean, the tarping's not my favorite, but it's kind of fun to take a big old tarp and kind of make it look all pretty like a present, you know, wrapped up around the load. But yeah. yeah. It's and cool. It's kind of growing on me. How how long did it take you to train and how long are you do um are you comfortable with tarping and and chaining all like how is that how did that go? Yeah, it's actually getting better, you know, and if I'm uncomfortable with, you know, something like chaining or I'm, I'm not sure about a load, I'll ask an old timer. I'll ask other people on site, you know, other drivers that are there that are more experienced or I can call safety. You know, we have a safety yeah, department. That's awesome. good. You can take pictures. Um, but my training was, it was a week of orientation in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they had a lot of like hands-on securement and stuff training on site. But to go with somebody, I went out for three weeks uh, driving with my trainer. Um, I did most of the driving and, we would do securement and stuff together and that's pretty much where they can sign off whether or not uh you're approved to go forward <laughs> my trainer said i think i was number three out of eight people she had had on her truck she said the rest of them she had kicked oh, off wow. <laughs> because of different various reasons you know maybe they were a safety hazard so i'm glad i made it uh the hardest thing that you faced learning flat bedding what anything comes um, to mind Let's see, the hardest thing so far, hmm, oh, me, you know, I would say not necessarily the securement of the loads, mm -hmm. it's, it's making sure you know where you're going. So I use Google Maps, you know, so you don't get up like in a situation where you're 
you've pulled in somewhere and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to back out of here. How am I going to, you know, get out of this situation? I'd say that's been the most difficult as I use Google Maps and try to do like an aerial view of where I'm going, where I'm going to park my truck. You know, I'm not going to turn, make any crazy turns. I'm going to park and I'm going to walk into where I'm going. Kind of check out the area first with my pre-planned. So I'd say that's probably the most sketchy is trying not to get in a bind. Yeah, I've run into some situations and full truck stops at like nine o'clock at night, which is, <laughs> yeah, that was fun trying how, to back out of there. Yeah, I was. Uh, how was the parking situation now? I haven't been out for for oh, a few years man. now. But if you're not parked by four thirty or five, good luck. Really, you might you might be parked on a ramp somewhere. Wow. So I actually try to do rest areas a lot. You know, if I mm-hmm. need to, I plan to do that. If it's going to be late, like I know I'm going to be driving, try to utilize my time and get where i'm gonna go i'm like well i'm just gonna park at a rest area tonight i'm roughing it <laughs> yeah all right i got i'll hit you with a question that i have prepped um american trucking association claims 6.2 percent of all truck drivers are female what do you mm-hmm. what do you think about that why is this number so low or is it low i feel like that's actually high compared to what really? i've seen and i think i think it's been such a male-dominated industry for so long that I don't want to say it's still old school, but there's not a lot of open doors and opportunities for women like the ones I've read into, you know, oh, we don't we don't have any trainers available. So you'll we'll just put you on a waiting list when really there is no waiting list. There's there's no no option, no way to get in. It's it's hard. It's like and I think that's very discouraging for a lot of females, too, if because some of the bigger companies do have wait lists where they actually do have trainers, but you know they might be waiting for several months and then just settle for a job they don't want back home because mm-hmm. of finances or they're a single parent. So I think that's, I think the number's about right, six percent. But I definitely think it could be better. I think with the right, uh, the right tools and the right platforms and the right people, you know, out there, definitely training. Training is one thing. It's just like women going in the gym. I think women get intimidated by all the males, you know, the, the big guys, the strong guys are like going to the free weight section. I think trucking's a lot like that is it's big machinery and it's intimidating. It's like, where do you start? You know, and all, and people tend to forget, like, you know, you got to start small. The beginning is always the hardest. And I think it scares a lot of people away. What advice would you have? I was I was waiting for you to um finish your sentence but i i it's like i've known so many since i've been in the trucking is for uh, over 10 years now and and i have female drivers in my company mm-hmm. that i hired and is mm-hmm. there anything that you what would be your advice or what would you um say to women that are trying to get into the industry or would like to drive a truck is there anything that you would like to yeah absolutely yeah i'm full of tips (laughs) i i would say if it's something you really want to do don't a lot of times people will say oh like like people you know personally might say oh you're too small oh you're a woman it's dangerous yeah i mean maybe you're small you know yeah maybe it's dangerous but a lot of times people will tell you things because of their fear i'm afraid for you so please don't do that and then they don't end up living out their dreams or they're afraid to do it. So they can't do it. So they don't want you to do it. But if it's something you want to do, I, I say, educate yourself with YouTube. YouTube videos helped me a lot when I was in my CDL school. 
uh, become friends with people on social media that you can talk to or express your concerns to. Drivers that are experienced already. I had such a good support group, you know, and I still do, and it's still growing, you know, because I'm still learning. But the support system from other people kept me from like quitting or backing out. You know, I had great instructors. I mean, I remember when I was learning how to back. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the first time I tried to do it, I was all over the cones. I went to my car and I cried and I was like, damn it, I'm not quitting. I am, I'm doing this because I don't have another option. I'm not quitting. This is what I put my heart and soul into. So I thought, well, I'm just going to find a way to make this work. So I started watching YouTube videos. Like, I'll be damned. I'm not quitting. It's, <laughs> there's no other way. That's you awesome. Know, so I just pushed through it. Just, you know, like uh, with any job, I think of it like any job, any job you start, any job you go to. You're always the new guy. You're always uncomfortable. And there's always going to be people judging you. You hear it on the CB radio, people talking about other people backing. <laughs> Sometimes you'll yeah. hear, it's funny, you know, it's, it's fun to watch the new person. But a lot of times, like everybody started somewhere. I heard somebody yeah. say that on the radio two nights ago. I had my radio on when I was sitting at a truck stop. And uh, one of the guys chimes in because one of the other guys was making fun of somebody. And he's like, hey, we all started somewhere. So you just have to remember that. And one thing um, is that uh, a lot of people, like you might be the only girl in CDL school, but a lot of times the guys will root for you. I was the only female out of probably 45 at the Melton Contagion. And I kind of felt like a lot of the guys were like, we got this, you know, and you know, you've sort of like a little, a little bit of mascot and everybody's supportive and cheering for you. And, and I feed off that. It's, it's awesome. Good. That's a that's a good point. But is there anything that, <clears throat> since I'm a fleet owner, uh, trucking company owner, is there anything that you'd like to tell me or tell us as fleet owners? Like, what could we mm -hmm. do um, to attract or create better environments uh, for women truck drivers? Is there anything that you'd like to say to that? Yeah, actually, um, I do. I think one thing... Um, is I think a lot of women are, because they're uncomfortable, I think one thing I did hear about one company doing was tell your female drivers you'll put them in newer equipment or well-maintained equipment because it does tend to break down. That's what my company did um, is they put me in a newer truck. I know some of the guys were like, well, how did you get that? And, you know, they had their reasons. But I think a lot of it, too, was, you know, newer, newer equipment, less mileage, less wear and tear. It makes you feel safer. And I also think that a lot of companies in orientation don't necessarily provide enough information about safety. You know, a lot of women have expressed how they're afraid, you know, of just being out here. And I think safety training would be one thing or things to look out for. Because I always, for me, I carry like a taser. <laughs> I carry <laughs> something. I carry a taser, a knife. I carry all kinds of stuff with me, you know, nothing have you, illegal. Have you, had to, have, have you had to use it? Um, no, okay. I haven't had to use okay. it yet, but I keep it handy with me. One of the little tasers I have, it's a flashlight and a taser. I got the flea market for like 15 bucks, <laughs> but stuff like that. And I think facilities like, uh, having, uh, I know, you know, some trucking companies are like, you know, like a, like a shop, like you walk in and it's like, Oh my God, you're looking on the ceiling of, because of all the stuff that's up there. So if you have clean facilities and like stuff for women, cause I've seen some uh, places where it's like male bathrooms only, you know, mm. and, and nothing against Melton, but when you go to their orientation building, they have a male bathroom 
and then they have a unisex bathroom. Ooh. And sometimes, yeah, they didn't have a they didn't have a bathroom for women. Mm-hmm. It was the male one, and then they had a unisex one. So if I went in the unisex one, sometimes there would be a guy in there or yeah. two, and I'm yeah. like, okay, I go back out, and then if it when I go to, I'd make sure there's nobody in there. I locked the door. One of the guys told me just lock the door, and I'm thinking, well, that's kind of. I mean, yeah. I know you don't get a lot of women coming through, but that's kind of uncomfortable where you sort of feel like you're having to share your space, you know? True, <laughs> guy, true. You know? No, those are those are definitely good good tips. Any anything else that comes to mind about about that? Because I think I, I mean trucks. Yeah, I 100% agree. Bathrooms um, and trainers. But anything else that you like to add to that? Um, yeah, the trainer things definitely. Uh, it's hard though if you don't have other female trainers as far as like putting males with females but definitely if you were going to put a female you know with a male you definitely want to make sure it's one of your best quality drivers you know good background checks and definitely a good understanding and good trainer training you know for your drivers that are going to be training your females as well you know that there's absolutely no tolerance for any certain things but sometimes you can't control people so you just do the best you can really you know Mm -hmm. and uh i know some companies social media is great but i know uh the first company i worked for i won't mention any names but the one that backfired they they approached me uh on social media kind of in a roundabout way which i thought well that's cool they got cool vehicles but i kind of feel like instead of approaching me from a professional point it was for more personal gain Mm. so i definitely encourage companies try not to target people I don't say through social media directly, like don't pick someone out and go, I want that person. If, if you don't have to, and if you do try to find a, a more professional way to go about it. Mm, Definitely. That's very interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. So, but what do you think was the, the, the agenda behind it? Why? Um, well, I felt like the guy had a good pitch. It was the son. Uh, the guy that reached out to me was the son. I don't want to say he was part owner, but his father owned the company. Mm-hmm. And, he told me, you know, we've got a good trainer we can put you with and this and that. We've got a good, good company. It's small, you know, and I loved everything he had to say, but they ended up pairing me with a guy that I thought was great. But then by the second week I was with him, the, the, the trainer I was with was groping me in my sleep. Like I woke up to that. Yeah, I know. I, I woke up to it. So these nightmares that women, hear about, it does happen. It does happen. So you have to be on have your guard up but it did happen to me but what happened was I kind of laughed it off the first time trying to save my job you know I was like I really want this job you know I should have I should have done more at the time well my trainer being like I guess was like bros with the guy that reached out to me about the job he jokingly told the guy that offered me the job what happened and the guy was like oh you're lucky she didn't hit you so I'm like well this is more of a buddy, buddy kind of bro workplace atmosphere instead of a professional. So I don't, I I don't know. I sort of felt, I don't, it's hard to figure out why, why did they target me? Like, did they just think, Oh, she's, she's cute or, you know, but it was like the whole thing behind it just fell completely apart from professional to just a total shit show. That's very, I ended up quitting. That's very unprofessional. Um, do you, well, how big was the fleet just out of my curiosity? Um, uh, I think like five or six trucks. Oh, it was okay. really, it was, yeah, it was so, small. Okay. It was a small outfit. Yeah. Um, that, 
that that sort of explains a lot but at the same time yeah, uh, <laughs> nothing really justifies does. that behavior and it's just uh it's super right? very unprofessional and i i mean kudos to you how you handled it because shit i uh, would have i could have done a lot more they're lucky i didn't but i, I would have used that taser gun or <laughs> i didn't have one at the time that's oh. part of why i went and got one <laughs> um yep. wow but what i was gonna ask you is um since you've been in the industry um have you have you noticed any you know how truckers have a reputation right and and i always yeah. i've been in the industry like i mentioned for some time and that reputation was always something that i wanted to target um because i didn't agree with it i think mm-hmm. um a lot of that those um generalizations around truckers are false mm-hmm. um have you found have you found any of them to be true or uh, any of them to be uh incorrect or correct what do, what's your take on that you know i do see a lot of what people talk about like you're you know i mean a lot of people that <laughs> i've heard guys and they say i haven't showered in four days and i'm like okay Maybe they're right about this. <laughs> you know, I think I think some people do let themselves go a little bit out here as far as, like, the appearance of truckers or, you know, and sometimes your schedule is so tight that it's like, well, I'm just going to throw myself together and go to hell with it and you grab a, something quick to eat and, you know, you hit the road, so it's easy to gain weight. So it's kind of like all the stereotypes for the most part are kind of right, but it's not everybody that's like that. I mean, you see a lot of young people out here Um, there's a group uh, on Instagram that I'm a part of where the guys encourage like fitness and they're trying to get things turned around to where, you know, let's encourage each other to eat better and be healthy and, you know, try not to let ourselves go and be like that. Maybe it's a new generation of truckers, you know, hopefully. I, I really would like to see that because I definitely would be on board. <laughs> awesome. I made a note about the fitness group. Will you share that uh, later so we yeah, can post I'll it? Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'll post it in the in the comments and notes, and I would definitely want to check it yeah. out. Uh, do you do anything? Uh, any? Uh, do you have any routine, fitness routine that you do when you stay out? Um, I was actually thinking about that today. The flat bedding in itself is oh, a yeah, fitness routine. That's... That's Especially CrossFit. the tarping. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it is CrossFit. That's exactly what I've said. It is. I'm like, it's CrossFit. But I tried not to eat that. Like, like today I had some of those little, you know, like little tuna packets where you yeah. tear them open or t- they have chicken ones now from nice. Walmart, like great value. Mm-hmm. Um, I buy a lot of those because they're quick and easy. They make your truck smell. So try to tie up a bag and throw it yeah. up as fast as yeah. you can. But, and I try to keep like, healthy stuff with me especially if you can't exercise or you can't get to a place or if you're like oh, i don't really want to exercise around my truck you know i mean for guys but for females too if you don't feel safe it's like well shoot you know at least try to keep a good uh a good eating routine like i do like whole wheat bread i mean sandwich meats aren't the best but hey turkey a little cheese subway subway is always a good option and i know pilots got them yeah <laughs> i'm at a pilot now they've got a subway here uh subway is the trucker's healthy option it uh, is uh, <laughs> it is any do you have any fitness routine do you do you do any type of uh, workouts no. besides obviously flat bedding i used to i don't but i was actually thinking about that today like no joke i was like man i gotta get some resistance bands or even like some of the uh the weights like the dumbbells but they've mm-hmm. got the different you can change the like the little locks on them where it's like 10 pounds 20 pounds 30 pounds 
you used to be able to get them at Play It Against Sports, but I think they've closed. But uh, I think Walmart's got them. Play It Against Sports is still open. They we have two in Chicago. They yeah. closed all the ones around me in Florida. Yeah, maybe, maybe they didn't. Yeah, they didn't go completely out of the business, but yeah. they they still have oh, these two shops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's good to know. I have to look yeah. for one. Well, next time yeah. you're running to Chicago, stop by and you can get. I'll show. There's one by my Heck company. Yeah. And you can stop by, and get some. Heck yeah! I'll grab it and throw it in my truck. I need some big time. Um, why do you why do you love trucking? You know, it feeds my gypsy soul. <laughs> it really does. I, you know, I, I've, I've always loved change, like my whole life, like uh, adventure and, and and change and challenges. And I kind of feel like trucking satisfies all of those. Like, uh, it's it for me. It gives me that like empowerment. Like I love like driving like heavy machinery. I love it. I love the sound of the diesel motors. But at the same time, it takes you places and every day is different, especially like with the flatbedding, it's, you have to problem solve a lot. And, you know, just from your trip planning and, and where you're going, it's, every day is different, you know, and sometimes it can be a little nerve wracking, but, you know, you, I kind of run off that. It's kind of a, kind of a high, you know, it's exciting. You know, maybe it's an adrenaline rush, a little bit of an adrenaline rush, maybe a little bit of a death wish because it can be dangerous, but yeah. All that together has kind of attracted me to uh, the industry. Uh, how is the? Because yeah, I you mentioned you stay three four weeks out, correct? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How do you how do you handle being apart from your family um, back home? Well, I was actually worried about it at first because when I finished school, I had talked to my mom about possibly doing uh, local driving and whatnot, but it seemed like most of the options were very slim especially if you don't have experience, six months or a year. So I was like, well, you know, I started out looking into a company that would keep you out a week and you were home every weekend. Well, that didn't work out. The next one was every two weeks and then you're home. And it was like, well, that's not going to work out either. So when the thing happened with Melton, I sat down with my mom and I talked to my son and kind of had an understanding that I'm going to be gone, you know, and I promised my mom because my mom's on a fixed income. She's uh, on disability, so I promised her, hey, if you look after, if you look after, look, bleh, excuse me, <laughs> tripping over my words, if you look after Mason, you know, check on him with school and everything, then I'll send you money, you know, I'll take care of you guys, the bills, I have a house, I make my house payment, I cover groceries, everything like that. It helps her, and believe it or not, it's, she's told me it's given her a purpose again, because Ooh, she used awesome. to be sedentary and sit around the house a lot. And now she's like, you know, I love this. I get up in the morning, you know, I'll make him breakfast. You know, she's like, I might go do a little shopping because she buys and sells and flips stuff for extra money. And um, she looks after him and he's homeschooled. Well, not necessarily homeschooled, but he does virtual school. So everything's from home. So he can kind of, he's on his own schedule a little bit too. And it helps her. And part of the reason we did virtual school is so he can come with me out on the road. That's kind of what we planned so that, uh, Once in a while, he can go with me for a couple of weeks at a time. Nice. So, that's, the, that's, the, that's the plan for the future? Yep, it is. When I go home, I'm going to pick him up and take him with me for a couple of weeks. That's so awesome. I think he'll like that. That's great. <laughs> he'll love it. What, what do you want to see in the industry going forward? Going forward, I would like to see more people being excited about it, being excited about trucking, excited about... You know, the, they're even maintaining their vehicles, you know, like 
take take initiative you know take care of yourself take care of uh your company just have a good attitude because really that's the only way you're going to make it out here and and if you if you just have a bad attitude in general i think you're going to fail no matter what if it's trucking you could be working i mean you could be a cashier you could be driving a dump truck back home just something but it's 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 all in what you make in it and so for trucking i want to see more people out here through even social media just having use use your voice use use your experience to help other people you know use what you know to lift another driver up you know if somebody's excited about driving don't give them a line of shit about how awful it is or how great it used to be you know and i see people talking about money oh well the money's not great anymore you know what what's great for that guy or what used to be great might not be like different money is different for everybody. Like what he calls subjective. Shit pay, very, yeah, it's very subjective. Right. Like what might be shit pay to him is twice what I was making a week. Like yeah. is t- like right now I'm making twice what I used to make weekly, and that might be shit pay for someone else. You, you know, know what? You, you know what they say? It's not what you make; it's what you keep. I always say that. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that one. That's new. I've never heard that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. No, I I one hundred I one hundred percent with you. Uh, agree with you. I I would take it a little further. Um, since it's been a while when I since I drove, but the isolation. Um, I feel like the, like social media, it's it's a platform, right? It it's mm-hmm. it's garbage when it's garbage, and yeah, because it, exactly. it's it's just like people. There's it, the social media isn't good or bad. It's what people make it, and mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, if you f- seek positivity and if you seek uh, good people on social media, you'll find it. And that's mm-hmm. what I think the industry a little bit needs um, more, in, a little bit more positivity all around, I feel like, and, and fishing out people that are, you know, plowing through. And that's one of my, my reasons that I invite you to be on the podcast is because I feel like uh spreading positivity in the industry is is yeah. contagious right and, and yeah, we, i'm a cheerleader for trucking <laughs> yeah good, uh, exactly and i'm yeah. I, I i don't know what i am for trucking but i <laughs> i'm tr- i created this this podcast and this channel to um to share my passion for for the industry i think trucking is hella cool i think being yeah, a truck driver is something that um, I grew up uh, as as a kid watching my dad drive semi trucks, mm-hmm. and and I was like, this is so cool. Like, I, that's it, awesome. You know, and it's that's why uh, when you mentioned social media and trucking, I feel like there's so many opportunities because of the isolation that you you right. used to. It, you're isolated still as a truck driver, but now you have yeah. an option to be in the group, to have buddies, alone. to do I've this, right? Say, yeah. Aren't you lonely out there? I'm like, hell no, I'm not lonely. I've got yeah. so many friends and people I could talk to at all times. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I try to just keep in touch with the ones that are positive and the ones that are negative. I'm like, eh, I just don't really respond too much to what they have to say. I'm just like, whatever. You're just better. <laughs> S- somebody told me uh, a very good quote that I always remember carried myself. It's you're the average of five people you hang out with. Yes, right? I, you're the sixth. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm yeah. the average of five people, I'm always going to try to elevate and find five people around me that are going to bring me up and be positive. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's so good, and it's so true too. It's you kind of become like who you hang around the most. Yeah, you know, and if you're the smart, they say if you're the smartest person in your group of friends, it's probably time to get new friends. Sorry, old friends. 
exactly but again it's i mean it's the this the investing in yourself and growing if if your friends old friends just don't are not interested in growing and learning and developing and finding out right. new things then then shit that's, that's life stagnant. yeah then 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 you exactly. move on right you you find friends that are into that and i've experienced that as well but um as truck truck drivers in the industry in general i feel like social media um i it, it's 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 only gonna do great things things for trucking because i remember driving in the early uh, podcast stages and audiobooks i would have to go out of my way to find good podcasts there was not a lot of podcasts yeah, 2010 like, 9 yeah. right so i now there's so much good content that you if you exactly if you're tired i wish we had that when i was a kid <laughs> all <laughs> well, the things that are guess what kids. we have it now when we're adults yeah. right and yeah exactly i'm okay with it i'm like as long as i have it now i'm good yeah it helps so much just like when i was in trucking school the youtube stuff saved me seriously that is that's, so, that's so money that what are you saying that because I, like i do trainings mm -hmm. uh with in my in my company and i try mm -hmm. to shoot videos and i and i keep engaged with my drivers mm -hmm. um th th via videos but like every time i have somebody do doubles like i show them a video hey this is how we hook up doubles make sure you yeah. have you know you you uh if you have any questions rewatch it or let me know how how we can help so yeah that's right. that definitely i mean that you can pretty much find anything on youtube right now mm -hmm. it's so true oh my gosh it's a bible <laughs> yeah it really is uh you're into motorcycles and tattoos huh i am <laughs> <laughs> Tell me i kind of feel like bit. i haven't really been into motorcycles as much lately it's it's still there for anybody that knows me i just haven't been able to uh ride much lately and i actually ended up uh i'm kind of between motorcycles i actually sold my motorcycle to fund this trucking dream okay <laughs> so i said once i made my money back i'll buy another one so yeah i was trying to keep myself afloat in the meantime but yeah i i love to ride it's probably like kind of like trucking it's the freedom of freedom, the, the right? open road yeah exactly and i love the culture it's kind of like trucking has its own kind of subculture too you know that like with motorcycles it's kind of a custom culture subculture and kind of see that with trucking as well it's like the old cowboys I, highway cowboys and stuff 100 you know? agree i i i not only agree i think um the solidarity and the, the people in regular cars just don't understand how it is to drive a truck and mm -mm. that's something that um not only obviously has consequences when they drive like idiots around a semi-truck oh but yeah um that's what makes truckers kind of united right like yeah exactly i just wish there was a little, a little bit more open-mindedness around um mm -hmm. you know like you said in, before somebody's learning a given cut you know let him let him make the mistakes right but mm -hmm. um with the shortage of drivers in the industry and i air quote shortage of drivers because now we have a little bit too much too many trucks on the road uh, uh -huh. with, oh, yeah. with the work uh being scarce but um that could be another topic what about tattoos tell me about your favorite tattoo that you have uh, oh my goodness uh i have a lot of tattoos i get a lot of comments on my panhead motor it's a yeah, panhead I've, seen, I, yeah motor. I've seen that i've seen it i get a lot of compliments on that it's probably one of my favorites um but you'll probably laugh. I have a Peterbilt tattoo across my thigh. Oh, it's probably and you're my driving favorite. a Kenworth? Oh, no. I know. 
I know it's kind of like almost like I feel like a poser. It's almost embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, I've driven a Peterbilt, 18 speed. I've driven it, so I could say, you know, that's when I got that tattoo. Okay. So now I gotta get a, I gotta get a Kenworth tattoo now. So I've kind of got a cool idea for that. I won't, I won't say what it is yet, but you'll probably see it soon enough. But it's interesting. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Are you, are you thinking about uh, becoming an owner operator at some point? Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I think insurance is kind of a big deal. Um, when you're new, I think you have to wait a year or two from what I've heard before you even try to make a purchase or before insurance companies will even touch you. It's yes. a fortune. So um, I'm kind of like, well, I'll get my uh, experience now and learn everything I can, you know, in a company vehicle, on company terms and everything else and yes. learn the ropes One, and then do that. <laughs> 100%. And, um, you always have YouTube, so make sure you, it's, it's, it's not only, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things to know, and I uh, hopefully you can dig some stuff through my channel and look what, oh, we, what I what I've done. But um, I have a plan to uh, go a little bit in depth um, because uh, I have a lot of guys hitting me up, with, especially with my drivers, um, oh, wow. asking Sebastian, "I, I want to buy a truck. Can I buy a truck and sign on with you?" I'm like, "Just take it easy. Let me just, yeah, you know, go, yeah, yeah. go read these books and then <laughs> Calm come back." Down first. <laughs> yeah. You're not ready yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, show me your uh, savings account, then we'll talk. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, I know you have to have a whole bunch of money saved up for repairs. Yeah. That you're not going to expect. Uh, not only for uh, repairs, but also you have to know what truck to choose, not to have a lot of repairs. Um, right. Because, what uh, looks good might cost you more. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get that truck that is, that's going to impress your cousins. That show truck. Sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> The fuel I, costs more too. Uh -huh. Unless you're buying something a classic, and that's uh, I, you can find. I actually bought a truck for myself. Um, uh, I have, I bought an international forty-three hundred, like an old nineteen eighty-three. Oh wow, fun! Yeah, so I'm gonna build it at, at my shop, and um, yeah. I'm gonna lower it, make it, I'll stretch it a little bit, make it cool. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so we'll have a show truck, or will it be a work truck too? It it would be work truck, but a show truck too, because we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna take it to different uh, types of shows. Oh, that'll but, be fun! Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're you're invited. Uh, whenever oh, thank you, you. if you're in Chicago, just stop by. We'll yeah I'll soon probably because I know we go through there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, and especially now with the flatbed season starting in spring, you're probably gonna yeah. end up here. Yeah, I'm actually later. looking forward to that. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get frostbite pumping fuel yesterday. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't feel my fingers. I was like, I was only out of the truck for like 10 minutes. I was like, oh Lord. That's so funny. I hope I don't have to re-tarp in this, but luckily it's gonna be warm tomorrow. I think what, like 55, what, that's warm now. What is your home state? Where, where, where do you live? Florida. I live uh, just outside of Daytona Beach, Florida. So I'm okay. used to uh, 80, 90 degree weather. That's 17 degree stuff is kind of different for me. <laughs> yeah, I just came back from Hollywood, Florida. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. It's, it's I'm still seven. on the screen, right? Yeah, My you camera are. went up for a yeah. second. Okay. No, you're good. good. You're good. Hollywood, how was that? Pretty good. Awesome. 75 degrees beach. Uh, ah, took the yes. kids for a little break from cold, but then we came back and now it's 60 in yeah. Chicago, so. Oh so my good. goodness. 60 is not bad. I've learned. I'm like, that's actually pretty good. I used to think that was cold in Florida. Now I'm like, oh. I pray for that today, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, where can where can people find you, Casey? Tell me well, where what's your social media or what where can where can people find you? I use primarily Instagram. Uh, my name is Dixie Gypsy. It's mm -hmm. D I X I E G Y P Z. 
okay. so it's a little different on the gypsy part. But I'll link, I'll link it in the comments. Yeah, that would be great. And I'm on Facebook. I don't really use it as much, but my name's Casey Brown. If you want to look me up, <laughs> that's how you can find me. Awesome. But yeah, Instagram's my favorite. When are you starting the YouTube channel? Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Probably once I figure out uh, what kind of equipment I need. I definitely need a, a videographer, somebody to help me like edit my content. <laughs> I can have my son you have that. a You have a phone, right? You have a phone on you, yeah, right? I can that's, use that's all you I need. Think there's, there's some different, uh, different ones. I could definitely do like a low budget. I'll do a B movies. There we go. <laughs> low budget YouTube. <laughs> Casey, and also the you know the the quality is subjective. It's the content that matters. That's true. That's you know? true. That's true. You got me thinking. I might do it. I've been thinking about it, toying with the idea. Awesome. I have to just well, see what people want to see. I wanted to uh, thank you very much. This this was definitely uh, a lot of fun for me. And um, me too. For for your not only for I just wanted to kind of acknowledge you for your courage and how you how you just show up um, and how you stepped into an industry and you're doing great and how thank um, you. What you've shared here today with me is definitely uh, some impressive stuff, and I, I just really wanted to acknowledge you for oh, that. Oh wow, it's, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank Thanks you for, for thank me. you thank you for being on the podcast and um, yeah, anytime. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, definitely. Thank you. painful to fail like I've failed so many like or quit I've quit and I know the answer to quitting every single time and it's regret 